got some new Papa swag on the table. Woohoo! Welcome to Connected by Water. Thank you. Today we are here with Todd and Valerie Roy. Woo! Party. And I'm not even going to say from what because you guys are from a million things because you guys have so many things going on, right? Yeah. So, but primarily Jimmy Johnson tournament and the South Beach Seafood Festival, La Soul's Food and Wine, among three major things you guys do, among many things. It's so fi. What else? You just named them. <laughs> is that it? Is that everything? No. I, mean, I passed do, the test. We do a lot, but those are our big ones. Those are our babies. We try to create a lot of fun across South Florida. Mm-hmm. You certainly do. Yep. We try to give Everything back. you guys do is fun. That's the good part. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, I can't think of one thing that you that I'm associated with you guys, at least. You're associated in a lot of it. That you don't, That's not fun. We create fun. That's our, that's our new tagline. That's our tag. That is our tagline. Oh. That's your new tagline. If, if he we knew create our fun? business, it would be. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is our tagline. <laughs> the brains behind the business speaks. <laughs> yeah. No, we have a, we have a good time. We raise a lot of money across South Florida. We, mm-hmm. you know, we put on great events. We entertain a whole lot of people, and you sure do. Sure, have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Gotta have fun. What's your favorite out of all of them? Do you have one? You don't yeah. want to say. Do you? Well, no. My two favorite are the South Beach Seafood Festival and the Jimmy Johnson National Billfish Championship. Mm-hmm. Those two are, we gave birth to those and we've seen them all the way through and we love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're over the top events. Yeah. I mean, just what you've done. All right. We'll take these in parts, right? So just what you've done with the Jimmy Johnson in a very short period of time. Um, I was talking to, I think it was Troy when Troy and Cassie were on here saying that like you guys have changed everyone's idea of what a fishing tournament should be. We agree. You I know, mean, we, we started it. There's no other way to put it. We were in the event business, but we would, we didn't have any fishing tournament experience. Mm-hmm. So when you start it, you're doing it just like everybody else. You know, you, you kind of look at everyone else's work, you take what you like and you create it and you start it. But as you get into it, then you've got to put your own touches. You know, you got to put, you know, your accents on it. And what we've done is we've, you know, our tournament is just done differently than everyone else's. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, every tournament out there is, 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 it's typical. It's about participation. There's how many boats, there's how much you're fishing for, mm-hmm. you know, and you come up and right. you cool get location. You know, Maybe you know, yeah you know one marina everybody goes out they come back you throw a party you know when they first get there you get a bucket you get some some shirts get a couple koozies and that's your typical fishing tournament there's nothing wrong with that they've been going on for hundreds of years mm-hmm. but ours takes a whole different look you know so yeah we like it we we like it it's just our personalities now are you know, embedded in this fishing tournament. Yeah. And it's all not only just like a tournament, it's just like a week long extravaganza. It's entertainment. Yeah. You we, know, it's, we really took our entertainment background and our ability to <clears throat> create fun, like we just talked about and mm-hmm. kind of implemented it into an industry that we didn't know a lot about. We researched and learned a lot along the way. And at the end of the day, we created something that not only is spectacular for the fishing community and does what a fishing tournament should do, which is, you know, put up a purse and have fun and fish for money and go out there and do what they're great at and have a great sport, but really add the entertainment value. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about giving a bucket and a shirt. It's about 
creating the trade show part of it and creating all the aspects that will educate the anglers. We have the pulse of the community. We want to educate. We want to have fun. We want people to go out there and do their sport. So we try to touch all the pieces. Yeah. And quite a purse. That doesn't hurt. I mean, yeah. seriously, I mean, the money that's brought to the table during your event is just mind-blowing. Yeah. We're or in what's the, guaranteed. We're you know in that I mean? $2 million, you know, area right now. Yeah. And I know that South Florida hasn't seen anything like that ever, mm-hmm. but anything even close to that in a long time. Yeah. So, you know, it's um, it's been great. You know, when you have a, a partner like Hard Rock that comes on board and, and you can work together on creating something that's different, mm-hmm. you know, that was, that was nice when we were able to do that. That was in year five that we were we connected with them yeah and it's just taken it all to a whole nother level that really is is really something special too that um i know uh, speaking of last year because i know this year is going to be completely even more of that Mm -hmm. um but last year just well two years ago really when it started with the gifting at the at the hard rock and just i think when everyone saw that it was like yeah, there's well, no. What is this? Actually, it's three years ago. Mm-hmm. Started yeah. the gifting, right? Yeah. And when it was in the ballroom there. Right. Every team now gets um, just about $7,000 worth of gifts, outfitting them head to toe, kind of the pulse of whatever is new in the industry, mm-hmm. you know, to help them do what they're good at. We try to work with our partners to make sure they have the best of the best, they're getting the best of the best, and they're walking through and shopping. Yeah. We want everyone to pick what they want. Get what they want. We have, of course, our friends Mitch at Tuna Skin mm-hmm. um, and Oakley and, you know, really so many brands and Yamaha and Contender and American Custom Yachts. Everyone is coming together. Papa's, of course, and yep. Eat, Drink, and Be Local and so many brands that are coming together. And then our favorite brand of all, which makes it all fun, Papa's Peeler. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Have our there. Absolutely. Um, so we try to, you know, bring in all the brands that everyone's going to want to try the newest of the newest of the best of the best and walk away with their wagon in tow and their gifts that, you know, you can't just, you can't hold it in your hand. You just need mm-hmm. a wagon to take it out. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, when we, I was just had this conversation earlier today, but when we were first creating this event, you know, you got to look at it and say, what are the 10 things that you care about with the fishing tournament? You know, and it could be purse, it could be the gifts, it could be the venue, and you go on and on. Now, how do you be the best at every one of them? Not just one of them, but how do you be the best at every single one? Because when you are, then you've got something special. Yeah. And with the gifting, our thing was, you know, how do we just make it cooler than every other tournament that's out there? How do we get more? You got to work at it. Mm-hmm. You got to make the phone calls. You got to get sponsors involved. And sponsors aren't going to be, you know, coming in for one year. That's not what they want. And that's not what you want. You want to make sure that they're getting some sort of ROI on it. So you have to work with these people all year long. It's not just, you know, hey, tournament's coming up next month. You know, what do you got for me? Right. Show's about to start soon. Is everyone ready? It's like, no. No. You got to work with them all year. And once you do that, you know, last year we had 34 vendors giving things to each angler. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just the captain comes up and gets one thing and the, you know, the, the guys get a shirt. Every angler is getting outfitted from head to toe. Every angler is picking his size, his color, you know, his look. Mm-hmm. And so I remember it, one year we gave away the Grundin's overalls. It was the one of the first years we started with Grundin's. Yeah. And uh, we gave away overalls to everyone. And everyone's like, yeah, you're giving us bibs. Yeah. And you're like, really? So we try to get everyone to get their inventory out there because this is the fishing community you know there's no stronger you know great fishing community than florida i agree and 
what does Hard Rock? What did Hard Rock say to you when we first when we first teamed up with Hard Rock and um, you know Coach Johnson, our partner on the tournament, and and Todd had a meeting with the COO of Hard Rock. Yeah, and they asked him why you know why fishing. He was getting interviewed, and he said you know why. And he said, listen, we want to dominate the sports and entertainment all of South Florida. They just put their name on the on the stadium, made a Hard mm-hmm. Rock Stadium. They said the last time I looked, South Florida surrounded by water, and that was. The, the, that's how it all started with them and yep. then with us. And why not partner with the best event out there? I agree. So yeah, it makes, makes complete just, sense. Yeah. yeah, and they just help make it bigger and better and more fun. And yeah. And, and with our tournament, we have so many different aspects. You know, yes, of course, they're fishing for a lot of money. Yes, of course, we throw really great parties and everyone has a blast at it. And Hard Rock does an amazing job. But we're also fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a big celebrity pro-am aspect where Jimmy brings in a lot of former players. Um, you know, it's had, a lot of fun. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, yeah. Had, I love that. Right, we had Vince Wolfert last year, and Michael yep. Jordan came, and uh, Kid Rock, and so there's a, across the gamut that come, and they're all fishing for charity, and they're all having a good time out there for charity, and so we we try to get it all. You know, yeah. we try to have it all, and try to get what's important to Jimmy, what's important to Hard Rock. What's important to our partners? What's important to you? You know, you know how to get your brand out there. So it's really just, you know, having fun time. I think that the cool thing is about, I mean, everything you guys touched turns to gold. That's, that's, that's no secret. But I think the really interesting thing is that um, you guys have listened. You, you listen. You guys are good listeners. And I think that's what's, what makes you guys successful. Like, you've listened to what people want out of a fishing tournament. Because, I mean, I've been involved in other tournaments where people are complaining about this or complaining about that or, you know, this guy's, but you guys have listened and you all not only deliver on that, but you give people more than they expected to get in the first place. No, I agree with you. You know, when we first started, we were, you know, down at, at Jimmy's place in Key Largo and numerous people said, yeah, you just can't have a big tournament in Key Largo. It just doesn't work. There's not a venue that's big enough. There's not a marina. And so we were like, all right, well, we were trying to figure it out those first couple of years. And then we turned it all around. We got the best venue mm-hmm. of anybody because once we brought Hard Rock in, we had the charm, the keys charm of the Big Chill. Mm-hmm. We had the, the luxury and, uh, and that the Ocean Reef has. And then Hard Rock, nobody sells fun like the Hard Rock. Correct. So between the three venues... We had something that nobody else had. So what what started out as a negative that we don't have the venue that other people have, they don't have the venue that we have, mm-hmm. you know? And so we made those three happen and made it work, and it's been great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, over the top. And so component number two to this, and I'm going to segue by saying other venue, the beach, the South Beach Seafood Festival, like, we were just talking recently, just not that long ago, saying, I mean, I remember when that was a one-lane highway, and it's like I was painting in the VIP last year, live painting, and I turned around, and I just saw the sea of people having an absolute wow. blast. <laughs> it's a beast. I mean, it was just like the music was cranking, people were eating f- fantastic food, you know, drinking to their heart's desires, dancing. I mean, it was just, it was, yeah. it, it, was it was outstanding. I mean, it was in October. I mean, so the, like the weather was like not, too hot still you know what i mean but it was it was a beautiful day i mean awesome time 
Yeah, we started that. Um, that really was a brainchild between us and our partner Jason on it. And mm-hmm. I grew up in Miami Beach. Yep. Todd has a culinary and event background, and he always wanted to do a culinary-based event. He's mm-hmm. owned a restaurant, knows a lot of restaurant people around the area. We have a lot of chefs that are clients. And so we always wanted to know it. We started it first year in South Beach, one block. 6,000 people came, and yep. we're like, okay, this is a good idea. And we tried to find a niche, similar to what we did with fishing. We tried to find a niche that, um, you know, a lot of seafood festivals out there that are great, the Pompano, Deering Bay, ever, you know, across the country, really. Um, it's great, but nobody really focuses on the talent of South Florida, the amazing right. culinary that we have in our backyard, the kickoff to, seafood, to stone crab season, the amazing seafood that we're blessed to have, that people travel from all over in the world to come. And so we found that niche when we really focused on highlighting the culinary talent of South Florida mm-hmm. by creating pop-up cafes for them and building that luxury aspect on the sands of South Beach for Seafood Fest. We've now in how many years? Seven years? Seven, Seven years. We've become the third largest recurring event on South Beach now. So, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's um, five and a half blocks, 250,000 square feet, five days, 16,000 people. Live bands. Live yeah. Bands. And again, you got to, you, you have to figure out what's going to separate you. And for me on that, I mean, there's a lot of things. Again, you got to pick your 10 things that are going to, that you have to be the best at. But the thing that separates this event from the other food festivals is actually the food. The yeah. food is the best food out there. Again, it's five star. It's it you know there's yeah. nothing nothing wrong with the other festivals and the way they do it, but they're dropping a lot of baskets of fried food, which I like. Right. But it's not the way we want that, that we saw our festival happening. And it is the best chefs in South Florida. They sit down and they create and they make the the food the way they that made them famous and made them good in their places. And they they, they scale it down to make it festival friendly to eat and. It's everybody's best dishes. So if you imagine yeah. 25, 30 chefs out there in one day doing their best dishes, it's um, it's it's really phenomenal to be a guest. I'd like to be a guest. Yeah. <laughs> I have this lobster thing. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, the lobster. I was going to tell you the lobster waffle cone is. Yes, it's actually thing. the number one food festival Instagrammed item, I think, in the state of Florida. Really? So Joe Stone Crab took their traditional lobster roll. Mm-hmm. Go to Joe's Strong Crab. Everyone wants to go October 15th mm-hmm. when Stone Crab season starts. And they took their lobster roll, put it, basically scooped the meat out, put it into a waffle cone, wrapped it with a Joe's napkin around, and it is the number one Instagrammed item now because it is so good. The crunchiness of the waffle cone with the lo- I mean, you just want one right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go back into the fridge and you know, dip in all that food that well, Troy just dropped off. You can keep your drink in one hand and yeah. you can have your waffle cone in the other and you're just fine. And that's the way to enjoy a festival. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's really what they did. They Every restaurant, I mean... When you think of Joe's and you think of Red Steakhouse and you think of True Lux and, mm-hmm. you know, all these high-end restaurants, meat market, and, you know, you've got the gamut out there of, and we have a waiting list to get in because the restaurants are out there, I mean, doing a great job serving their five-star dining lobster bar mm-hmm. and all this five-star dining at festival-friendly prices. They're putting it in and making it festival-friendly, so it's fun out there, but it's good food at affordable price. Amazing food. It's amazing. Food. Like it really is. You yeah. know, the first year that we did it, <laughs> our goal was to have 10 restaurants, you mm-hmm. know, and we were at like eight and we had like two weeks to go. And we're like, God, oh, wait, we're going to get these last two. And our, our um, beverage partner 
which mm-hmm. we, at the time was um, Premier Beverage. Premier uh, one of their reps said, listen, I've got a couple restaurants that are going to be perfect. And they did. And they brought them in. So we had 10 restaurants. And now we've got, you know, 25 plus a waiting list of another 25. Right. You know, here we are seven years later. And you got like taco places in there. And like you got like fun and and like, you know, fun. Yeah. And like five star restaurants are like right up to like a taco place. And like these taco places are like. Full on, like gourmet tacos, yeah. like phenomenal CJ's stuff. CJ's Crab Shack has been with us. They were one of the one of those restaurants I was yeah. talking about, and uh, the Lobster Shack that, they're, yeah, that oof, they have now. It's so they've good. got the best lobster rolls on South Beach. It's, well, then um, we have also like Pub Belly Group, which is you know by mm-hmm. Chef Jose Mendine and you know Top Chef, and so you know Stiltsville, which is by another group of Top Chef. Um, from and Dragonfly Sushi Dragonfly. is yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's why I had that last year, too. Yeah. Yeah, those, oh, were, those were good. So good. Yes. So the food. How, so, far, so, how, far, so, how, long, how long do we have to wait for 40 this? days. Yeah, so, 40 days. So back to my point, that, but the food is really what separates us. We have everything else. We've got all the entertainment and all you can drink and right. everything else. But that food is. I think the biggest thing also, what we try to create with the festival is. Um, so it's in October. So it's October this year, 22nd through the 26th. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it's right before season starts. So hotel prices are low. You know, it's a kind of a downtime for everyone. Right before season is kicking in, and it's kind of a celebration of South Florida before everyone gets crazy into mm-hmm. all the tourists that are coming in and the snowbirds. Yeah. So it's kind of created that niche of the market and People come from all over the state to be able to come down yeah. and enjoy it. But to that point, though, I still think that it, the event's really got a nice local vibe to oh, it. Oh, very much you so. You because you could tell that just by the just the energy of the crowd. It's just very much a local vibe. We, we yeah. always say, buy locals, for locals, about locals. Yeah, that's good. So. That's good. Yeah, we like it. Is that it. our other tagline? No, about that event. <laughs> what was the other one? We're not in on the tagline. What was the first one? We create fun. <laughs> we create fun <laughs> by locals for locals. Out of this, who do you think does the marketing of our company? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, we always laugh. So I'll, do, I'll give you our final tagline, which is the funniest tagline of them all. All right, hit me. You ready? Yeah. Okay. We say that I create, I, I sell it and I think it. Mm-hmm. Jason builds it. Who's Jason's not here, yep. but Jason builds it. Todd pays for it all. Perfect. Right? That's a team. Todd Wait. pays for it all. There you go. <laughs> or he finds people to help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? It's really, we've gotten into these such large events, and yes, there's so much risk involved, and it's expensive, but we have such amazing partners that kind of were with us from day one. We've been able to grow with everyone. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we really pride ourselves are finding each kind of industry exclusivity and finding a niche for everyone so there's a place for everyone and then promoting the heck out of their businesses. Yeah. We have a great market. We have so many followers of people that follow all of our events from Las Olas to, you know, South Beach to the Keys to wherever we are. And we we have fun while we're doing it. And people, brands want to be part of it. And we've done a good job in getting the brands into the people's faces that we want you guys to see. As someone who's associated with you guys, <laughs> I can attest to the fact that one of the best things about working with you guys is that your loyalty um, to, to those that kind of you work with and you have, you know, worked with all these years and it, it's really hey, that's it's a warm hearted thing. Brand loyalty is the key. You know, we, when you get started, you're looking for somebody to say yes. Yeah. Okay. And if you are fortunate to get somebody to say yes, 
then you stay with that person forever. Mm -hmm. And we get offered all the time. Somebody's always trying to muscle in because now when they see success, they're like, hey, I want to be part of this. The class A product, for sure. I'm not going to bump somebody that's been with me from day one because now you want to, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you got to stand strong. And sometimes they're waving a lot of dollars at you, but it's it's not the way you're going to be in business for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take your steps and you obviously you got to be smart and you got to make the right choices, but brand loyalty and friendship, sh- friendships and the relationships that you, that get built along the way, you can't beat that. I heard a, I heard a phrase this weekend, um, that I think attests to that too. It's, um, when you travel alone, you'll get there faster. When you travel together, you'll get farther. There you go. There's a good tagline. tagline. <laughs> and I heard that. I'm like, man, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. And to be honest, when we like a product, I mean, we love a product. Yeah. And we want to do everything we can. We have a lot of passion, clearly. Yeah. Um, so when we fall in love with a product, we want everyone to know about it. Yeah. And we're not going to switch from that product. Well, speaking of passion, so you mentioned, I mean, you're a Miami Beach girl. Grew up, born and raised, right? Born and raised. Right? So it's got to be a pretty proud thing for you you're the brainchild behind now the south beach seafood festival right it's a thing now yeah her you know mom, I mean? her, before her, it was like your thing that you wanted mom. to start her mom tells us how proud yep. she is all the time i bet oh she tells everyone <laughs> she tells all sixteen thousand people how proud she right? is she I'm walks around to each and every one this is my daughter <laughs> yeah, this. Yes, indeed. yeah that's awesome you're originally from michigan Mich- michigan originally yeah. and you came down Went to school so at the, the University U, of Miami. Yeah. So I've been down here for a long time. Yeah. For a long time. That so whole Knowles thing. Come on. Like, listen. You know. Listen. There's <laughs> nothing I can you. do. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, I like no, the University sure. of Miami. We've talked about this before. I like the hurricanes. I really do. Just when, you know, whatever. You just like them because we're 0 2. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. True. No. Anyway. Um, yeah, Todd, you've been down here for quite a while. You want how many years you want to know? I don't even know. We, you'll need to disclose that information. That's fine. He's young. I'm yeah, hurt. but it's. I think it's cool though. I mean, listen, I grew up down here too, so I don't hate hurricanes. I really don't. I mean, I was just my whole tie with Florida State was that when I was a young kid, my sister went to nursing school up there. I'm the youngest of six. And my oldest sister went there, so I would always. I was the first sure. kid of our family to go to college and everything like that. She went to Florida State, so I used to watch Florida State Seminoles on TV, hoping I'd get a glimpse of my sister in the crowd. That's really how I became a Florida State Seminole mm-hmm. fan. And it was just like, oh, over the years, it was just, you know, my brother latched onto it too. So when your brother likes something, oh, you yeah. like something, right? So that's really how I became a, a Seminole fan. Um, I was at Wide Right One in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the most heartbreaking days of my entire life. That like, was, uh, that if I didn't convert day. then, right, then <laughs> I was never going to convert. But anyway. So you um you have a lot of Miami pride too. I guess is my point for bringing yeah, that up, heck, right? Because you've been here a long time. Hey, you went to my, college my here. Parents, this is your alma mater. My parents went to University of Miami yeah. in the fifties, and then I came down. Oh, I didn't here. know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I came here in nineteen seventy eight. I was eighteen years old and came down to Miami, and I never left. That's awesome. So don't do the math, people. Don't, <laughs> don't do the math. And we don't. This is an art studio, so you're not allowed to do any math around here. No math in the art studio. So yeah, and I was, and, you know, and I went to school there and graduated, and you know, I lived across the street for my entire life almost. Right, and you so. bring a lot of the strength of the of the University of Miami to your events. Sure, sure. Which I think is cool. They're all my you buds. Know. I mean, I was there when you know I was. Uh, Jimmy came along. Right after I graduated, I was there, you know, I, I graduated just before the Howard Stellenberger Championship. 
Mm-hmm. And Jimmy came along and all my buds and Greg Mark and, and Bruce Ebers, who are yep. partners and founders of the, uh, the fishing tournament with us. Yep. They played for Jimmy. They were recruited by Jimmy. And yeah, and you get a lot of the a lot of the guys like with Jonathan Vilmas and all those guys are fishing the pro am every year, and it's nice that 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 connection comes into the tournament too. Sure, sure. He was also president of the Hall of Fame for a long time. President of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He he very much loves the U. He's being shy right yeah, now. I know. I know he is. I'm trying to I'm trying to draw it out of here. I right know. Now. And like he's not doing he's, it. he's just not biting. He's, yeah. I was just trying to see how serious of a Seminole fan you were. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> you know. No, he's um, done a lot of fundraising at University of Miami, yeah. and he he really loves being uh, an alumni. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the U. So the Las Solas Wine and Food Festival. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about anywhere. it at all. I know he doesn't want to. Talk That's about. cool. I went to University of Michigan. Doesn't matter though. You did go to the University yeah. of Michigan. Yeah. That's yeah. right, and that's your home state. Right, I went, lived in Michigan, came to the University of Miami. She lived in Miami and Again, went to the University don't do of the Michigan. Math. We weren't there. At the Not same doing time. the math. I can't tell you how many people ask us. Oh my God, did you meet in Michigan? I'm like, <laughs> not really. Good job. <laughs> so you're a Wolverine. I'm a Wolverine. I've been to Ann Arbor before. Okay. Yeah. I'm also a Kane too. I went to grad school there. So. Did you go to grad school there? Yeah, I had a brother that was a Mich- he's a Wolverine. I got a sister that's a Spartan up there in Michigan State. I got mm-hmm. an LSU brother. I got a Marine for a brother. I got a sister that went to FSU. How many kids are in your family? Six. Six. Yeah. I'm the youngest of six. I guess. Yeah. He's middle. Yeah, you're in the middle. Yeah, number four. Yeah. And the only one to own a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. They all worked there, They though. all worked there through the years. Somebody would come and work for a while, and in between their li- their jobs and their careers. and Yeah. One was bartender, one was chef. Yeah. Host. Hospitality oozes from you. Yeah, it does. That's awesome. It really is. I mean, I mean, it's just who you are. And it's cool. I mean, it really is just yeah, something. We like to entertain. You know, it's it's I it's I know how I like something if I'm a guest, right? And now you want to make sure that that's the way we entertain. You know what I think is cool? One of the cool things that we did that with the SoFi mm-hmm. two years ago, and I think that's really cool. Like walking around that whole neighborhood. Oh yeah, that's a really. Um, so we started this event. In SoFi, in South of Fifth neighborhood of Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a summer event, which is bizarre because not a lot of things happen here in the summers. Right. Um, it's a celebration of the South of Fifth neighborhood of Miami Beach's luxury, you know, SoFi yep. neighborhood. And uh, we get 22 restaurants. And it's one of the chef, the chef at Joe's, he says... It's like adult trick-or-treating. That's exactly what it's it like. Is. Yeah, because you don't know what you're going to get. Oh, my get. God, that's perfect. So you go to that's each exactly restaurant what it is. and you sip and you sample and you taste their summer menu items. And then you hop on over to the next restaurant and you just kind of walk around the neighborhood and have some Oh, my God. That, that's like, no wonder I love it so much. Yeah. You know, I remember when Liz and I did it that first year. I was like, we were just walking around. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to this place. And what do they got there? And then they just give you whatever they give you. And it's like, oh, this, and it's all awesome. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, and really. I think the biggest thing with that event is really, um, again, the same thing. Most of our business is about promoting different assets and different businesses throughout Florida. Yeah. And that event is a big promotion for that neighborhood of Miami Beach. There's, there's, I mean, 24. Five, I think, or 23 we had this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the hot spots that are in the area, those luxury restaurants that maybe some people can't get to, 
throughout the year, yeah. you know, to show off their summer menus. I think we do a great job at showcasing things that maybe people don't know about, about the destination that we love so much. Mm -hmm. I think the cool thing about, f at least for, from Liz and I's perspective is that we're up f from Broward, right? And we don't get down to that neighborhood a lot. Mm -hmm. And f that was the first time that we were exposed to all those places. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, cause you would always hear about, oh, the Nikki beach, the Joe stone crab and like all these great restaurants down there and even found out some new places that to us may be well known to you guys, right. but are hidden pockets to us. So for us, as people from Broward going down there, mm -hmm. that event exposed us yeah. to so many great places that's at that's once. That's another event that we started out year one. We had eight restaurants sign up, you know, and three of them were out of food in about 30 minutes. And so we were just trying to figure out how to make it all work that first year. Uh -huh. And now, like Valerie says, you know, we've got 22 to 25 stops along the way now. Now you can't even get to all the places. Yeah. Well, we call it Experience SoFi. It's a very uh, translatable event that can really go to different neighborhoods. We could do it in other neighborhoods. A lot of people have asked us to do it for other neighborhoods of Miami. You know, um, even Ocean Drive, which is very close, wants to do it. And, you know, you know, Coconut Grove is coming back. It would be great for that area. People have asked us in Cincinnati, which is, you know, they're building a big restaurant community. Really? There. So it's a very, it's a great Cincinnati. event. Yeah. We wow. don't do anything out of the state. Yeah, no. We, Todd used to do but a lot that's of the state, That's cool that but so, like right, so there's, it's a great event that you can do in so many different places because the whole goal is just having people hop from restaurant to restaurant to meet some chefs and mm -hmm. taste their food. And it's it's not a lot of work for the restaurants. I mean, obviously, they have to put up their food. They have to create displays, but they don't have to go outside their doors, which I think is always difficult with some of the higher-end restaurants. Yeah, with, like, setting up and going to some of the vendor spots. And, yeah. And the idea is they want to get people in their doors. So, like you said, you came down from Broward. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just go to, you know, a place where they're all setting up, you don't know anything about their restaurant. But now that you've been to South of Fifth. Right. And you've been in their establishments. Now you know what they, what, you know. What yeah. Because, I mean, because everyone hears of Joe's Stone Crab because it's so famous. But there's all those other restaurants that, yeah, you know, this place is cool. You know, and then Liz is like, I want to come back here. I want to eat <laughs> and, like, come back here for dinner. So that's cool. Yeah, we like that event. That's a that's a fun one we do in the summer. Now, how does everything, how does La Solis Wine and Food kind of tie into all this Las Olas is a little bit different because we don't own that event we produce okay. every aspect of it but it's owned by American Lung Association really yeah so oh, all, I didn't know that yep all the proceeds go to the American Lung it's a great cause they're great people they really care mm -hmm. and um, they were we were brought in in year 20 for them just to you know, give it a little life, just yeah. spice it up a little bit. And one, their big sponsor was also one of our large sponsors. And they said, you know, listen, we really, you know, want you to let, let's Bring see if we can Miami all. Miami player. Yeah, see yeah. if we can figure it out. And since we have, we're in year five now with it. And that event is skyrocketed. It is Unbelievable. It's because everything you touch turns to gold. Because <laughs> well, we work hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, we work very hard. Um, Las Olas Wine and Food Festival happens in April. Right. So it'll be April 3rd this year, 2020, and uh, it'll be the 25th anniversary. Really? Yep. So we have big plans for it this year. Wow. Um, it's like you need some limited edition artwork to go with this. <laughs> I, mean, I think I, so. Hey. I know this great artist. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> 
No, and it's really spectacular. It's one of the only times throughout the year that Las Olas closes to um, car traffic. Mm-hmm. And uh, we block off the street. We actually, that event is incredibly, I mean, I, should, I shouldn't say this, but incredibly impressive from a production standpoint because... We, we have 24 get, hours. We have 24 hours. We get on the street at 4 a.m. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's right. right. you got to close down the street. So whole, we close yeah. down the street at wow. 4 a.m. We build it. Everybody comes at 6.30. Or, yeah, uh, 6.30. We entertain for four hours. Everybody leaves after four hours. And then we break it all down till 4 a.m. the we, next day. And we got to hand the street over the and exact same way we found it. Five blocks long. So we have 24 <laughs> hours to build, entertain, and break down. Holy moly. But yeah. it's really fun. <laughs> but it's a blast. But it's a blast. Yeah, there's 60 <laughs> restaurants that are represented out there, and there's uh, 40 Bre- wineries. Yeah, doing- Breakthrough Beverage is a great wine partner of ours and mm-hmm. just partner in general of the community. They're based in Fort Lauderdale. They um, they have, like, uh, William Hill. Is um, Jay Vineyards is a big brand that mm-hmm. night. Um, they have a lot of the Gala wines. So they bring in 40-plus 40, 40 of their suppliers. They serve about 200 different types of wines that night. We have 60 restaurants sampling out all different types of stuff. We have sponsor lounges. It's, it's so is, really Is there awesome. any sort of competition involved in that? Yeah, we've done different competition there. And, yeah. um, but it's, it's mainly just a, 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 it's a street party, but done right. with class. Yeah. yeah. It's really, um, we used to do the chef, com- a chef, a chef competition there. Um, but to be honest, there's so many restaurants to get to. There's so many sponsor experiences. You just want to walk the street. It's so beautiful that night. I mean, yeah. we close yeah. off. We tent the entire street. We make it. I mean, you yeah, it's all it's, lit it's up. It's all cut. Lit wow, up. it is it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, wow. And you grab your wine glass at registration, and you mm-hmm. trot your way down the street, and you and have a lot go. of fun. So, um, um, so it's not like there's like like a chef showdown. We we had one for a couple yeah. years, but we just found that the interest is really for everybody to you know. Enjoy some entertainment, but get to all the places. Yeah, you know, it, it takes a while. It's one of the only event. It's the largest wine and food festival to happen in Fort Lauderdale, and it's one of the only times that really all the Broward County restaurants are really because we get restaurants from all over. I mean, Papa's Rabar comes out, and mm-hmm. we have restaurants from all over that are coming together all across Broward for one night only, and only for a couple hours to really sample out their items yeah. and and it's kind like of a lightning yourself. lightning round kind of yeah. So you got to wow. get to everything, but um, it's beautiful. It's really, that street is so gorgeous, and Fort Lauderdale does a great job keeping it up, and we love Las Olas Company and Las Olas Association that mm-hmm. kind of helps us put it on, and then our clients at American Lung Association, 100% of the proceeds go to support their efforts. If you can believe it, which is crazy, it's the third leading cause of death in the United States, lung cancer. I do believe it. So uh, Yeah, that, that's one of the ones I do believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so As the, an ex-smoker. Oh really? Yeah. Oof. I mean, I, I, I hey, you know what? Listen, you're an artist. Well, you know what? Maybe that's part of it. You know, maybe it's college. Maybe it's you know whatever, and you just get wrapped up. You know, and you think Life. that it can't happen to you, and I could just do this on the social level, and all of a sudden you turn around one day and you're a smoker, yeah, and you're addicted, and it's evil. It was by it was like the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life, and you know, it finally I was able to quit. Yeah. I'm, Proud to say that I'm not a smoker anymore. It's probably one of the greatest achievements of my life. It's like becoming an ex-smoker. Great. You know, it, it's not easy to quit smoking. I can tell you that right now. Um, but yeah, so I will. I do believe that that's one of the third leading cause you said mm-hmm. of, of deaths in, in the country because I know how addictive it is. And once it's got a hold on you, and I, yeah, and I think 
American Lung Association does a great job in in uh, funding research and trying to find preventative measures, fr- trying to create educational seminars and programming to help people, not only with lung cancer, but COPD and, uh, and other diseases that go along with lung disease in general, mm-hmm. but primarily just how to quit, how to, you know, how to get healthy yeah. and stay healthy. Wow. Um, so I think they do a great job. You guys work with um, a lot of different organizations, though, really, too. Like well, Miami Sylvester is another one that you guys yeah. have worked with in the well, past. Well, I mean, through the years, you know, when I first started the company, it was, you know, we were, I was a management company being hired by typically nonprofits to raise money. Mm-hmm. And it was typically through golf tournaments. You know, that's how we first started. We yeah. first started doing golf tournaments. And I remember the first year I did four. And next thing you know, we were doing 45 to 50. And so we've... You know, we have raised money for you name it, we've done it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've done. You know, basically one thousand golf tournaments was the number at one point. Now, because of the bigger events and we're invested, uh, you know, in some of these, we still do maybe a dozen somewhere in that neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, golf tournaments. You know, yeah. some people I'll never leave. I'll do it till right. till the sure. end. Yeah, and so it typically fundraisers they have a cycle. They have a you know um, a life span. Mm-hmm. And it's typically somebody that's the engine that's at that foundation or is raising money for something. And it just doesn't last forever. Yeah. So um, for us, yeah, we, you know, we still do raise money for a lot of organizations and we still can, but we kind of like our, our uh, portfolio that we have now. It's yeah. Great. We try, we, we still try to keep a lot, you know, your longest standing client, I think is CHI, which is um, 25, just community went, health. Yes. Yep. Initiative, which is down in in South Dade. South Dade mm-hmm. is twenty five years. I think we just did twenty five. They gave me a twenty five year plaque. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we're yeah. at year twenty six. Oh, you year. got the plaque. <laughs> I got the plaque. Yeah. The, what's the gold watch come? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I think on an annual basis, we raise close to a million dollars for different charities. That's incredible across the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's something that we do kind of silently, mm-hmm. and we don't expect anything. I know that's why I brought it up. (laughs) We don't need anything. (laughs) That's why I brought it up because if I don't bring it up, you're not going to talk about it. And I know that about you. That's one of the best things I love about you guys the most. But we really, um, even like our seafood festival. um, So we have a charity. It's called CI Foundation. Yep. And it's called Community Initiatives Foundation is the full name. And we do different programming throughout the year. Seafood Fest's beneficiary is called Eat Smart. Mm -hmm. And... It's basically to help bridge the gap between hunger and obesity in children. And so we create food pantries in schools to create incentives for teachers to be able to, one, just ensure kids are coming to school and they have something to eat. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times they don't have things to eat on a daily basis. Um, but also, I to, hate hearing things like I that. I know. Like Title I programs and things like that that help out. But on the yeah. weekends, they don't have a lot. Two is incentives. So try do your homework. You know, trying to help the teachers provide incentives to get kids to stay smart, be smart, live smart. And then in the summers, we create a big fitness camp for the kids for a day with uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Mm -hmm. Agent Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, he brings out his players. So we bring out some players. We have a big fitness camp. And the goal is to get the kids off the couch, put the remote down, get them out, and kind of go full circle, you know. Help them incentivize to stay in school throughout the year. And then in the summers... Have a little fun with them. We do it in partnership with Little Lighthouse Foundation, which is a volunteer-based organization and a client of ours. 
And we had this whole Christmas in July holiday party this year. Oh, that's cool. So we had hundreds of kids come mm -hmm. to a park in Overtown. And, and it was the beneficiary of our seafood festival was kind of the celebration of it with this big fitness camp. Yeah. And, and you know, we had, um, you know, we people donate a lot of toys. And so we had every child, there were 500 kids in the camp and they got to come up and pick one gift for them. And then another gift that they wanted to give to someone else. So they get the experience of actually being able to give a gift. So they right. got so one, and they to give one, if yeah. not more. No yeah. They did that yeah. Um, yeah. in partnership with Hasbro. So oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah so that's it's, great. Those are the things that we get to do on our side. We get mm -hmm. to bring our kids. I mean, our five-year-old is out there running with the kids yeah. and You're having awesome a good time. Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're a good time. But you know, getting them involved in the next generation and our client at Little Lighthouse, Jonathan, he always says it's called level, leveling the playing field. So yeah. that's what we're all out there to do. We we have a good time. We celebrate. We we throw heck of parties. But you always do. We, we give back. We yeah. want to give back too. I didn't know the Rosenhaus came out for that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we've been doing with Drew for about ten years. Really? Who's he bringing out? He brings out all his guys. I mean, you know, he's got a lot of. Uh, you know, he, he does. He's always done a lot of dolphins, mm -hmm. and he's always he's a big wide receivers. Yeah, a lot of his big clients are yeah. wide receivers. So, you know, back in the day with T.O. and those guys, you yep. know, but it, that's where his... Was Randy Moss one of his? Randy, I don't, Randy was, wasn't one of his. I don't think it was. No, yeah, I'm getting a confused, Antonio so. Brown. Antonio Brown, yeah. Yep, he was, and I don't think he is anymore. I don't He's got I, his hands full this week. Yeah, yeah, but look where he lands. <laughs> yeah, come on. Right. Right. The, look, well, where, look where he lands. Are of course he me? landed there. Of where course. else was he going to go? Oh, my God. Saw that coming for... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like... Yeah. It, it's turned into, like, that's the natural progression of this. Yeah. It's like, the, when things like that happen, Bill goes, come to me. <laughs> come right. to me. Come to me. Yeah, these guys, they screw up on purpose just so that they can be, you know, available for Belichick and Tom. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. 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 did it on purpose uh, just yep. to get there. No doubt yep. about it. Yeah. We yeah. actually work a lot with Drew and... So a lot of the athletes, Gronk, some, Gronk's one of his. Yeah, so a lot oh, of I didn't know that. Yeah. athletes want to create charities. Mm -hmm. They just don't know how, and they don't know whatever. So, not that he was a client, but like Ray Lewis was a client of Todd's for a long time. Mm -hmm. Always wanted to do charity work. So Todd started managing his foundation, and they would go up to Baltimore and yeah, we did ten years yeah. up in Baltimore with Ray. Really, we did an event called Ray's Summer Days. What happened was I was working with Alonzo Mourning and Zoe's Summer Groove down here in South Florida for 13 years. Right. But Ray had come, and he's like, wow, I need to do this in Baltimore. So we did uh, Ray's Summer Days, and it was a series of events, and we'd raise, you know, half a million dollars a year for the kids in, in Baltimore. And um, But Ray was, a, he was, he was good, and he had fun when we did it. And again, you know, when we were coming to town, it was the, the whole city of Baltimore would just be loving it is he as intense he's intense he's he's as right. he is on camera he like, is, is that's how he is like when you're yes. in a close well, he's room about to him. be on dancing with the stars so listen yeah <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about this like no. he'll like break it down like, like, like just get like all in like 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 he's living inside your he chest would call a meeting you know we'd be okay we're well, there and stuff he, i got an idea <laughs> it's like okay god what do you got right <laughs> you know he's a badass and, and then he was i remember one time you know we were doing uh, we were doing a golf tournament for you know five of the years we did it. one of the events we did was a golf tournament so he calls me up one time and he says gotta come see me i got an idea so i went up he lived in delray at the time it was in the summer i mean it was the off season and i go up and he goes paintball i go okay he goes we got to get rid of golf and we got to do paintball. 
And I said, all right, what's kind of your game plan? He says, I was just somewhere. It was in Hawaii or somewhere, and we had a paintball tournament. And he says, nothing like it. So we created a paintball tournament. And if you can imagine in the finals, I mean, because, you know, Ray got his guys together on his team. And they were right. playing, a, you know, every, Anyone I know, there's a bunch of corporate teams. Yeah. So the f- team in the finals that ends up going against a team that was a professional team was Ray, Willis McGahee, Ed Reed, and they had another DB. I can't think of his name right now. But he had one ringer that was kind of working from the back, the guy who's like a really good paintball player. Mm-hmm. And the guy owns the company. He looked at me, and he just said he was pointing to Ed, and he said, that guy could probably be the greatest paintballer in the history of paintballing because he's watching him stalk and move. And he was like in a sprint. Yeah. He was in a squat position and like sprinted up a sideline before anyone could even figure it out. Yeah. But it was fun watching these guys go and, you know, we set it up in Ray's yard. Yeah, right. He's, he's being shy about it. He actually, they convinced (laughs) the paintball owner, the company owner, to set it up in Ray's yard. Like he the owner his, of paintball? No, of the, in the Baltimore area. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But they were the number one maker of the actual pellets. Okay. Okay, it was a huge and company. And they built an entire field or whatever you call it. I'm not a paintball connoisseur, but yeah, in his did, front yard. Courts. Does we, this still happen? No, yeah. we, no, no we stopped. Uh, I think it was right after they won the Super Bowl and Ray retired. He kind of, you know, retired from you know, yeah. his, uh, his foundation. But uh, <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, it was great. Well, I, mean, I got to think anything that Ed Reed does on the physical level, he's going to be the best at. I mean, because the dude's just a freak. I mean, this is coming from a Florida State fan that, that watched him single-handedly dismantle Florida State in <laughs> Tallahassee yeah. one year. Oh, yeah. Like, like I'm like, you're the reason that we lost. Oh, you like, saw I, that I'm speech he did at halftime, man, where he's going, come on, yeah, dog, I'm like, come on, yeah, dog. I'm like, you're the reason that, that we just lost that game. Yeah. Like, and that's what I get at with, like, I don't hate the Hurricanes because I look at a lot of their players and I'm like, man, you guys are awesome. You know, like, like the, you can't deny that, like, the, the Willis McGahees and the Clinton Portises and the Ed Reeds and Ray Lewis, in my mind, is the best linebacker to ever play football. Yeah. Like, I really, like, even more than, I think, Lawrence Taylor, who's kind of a hybrid lineman linebacker, but well, I, mean, it, it I was, think he was the best. For us, it was such a good time to be up in Baltimore, and when, you know, uh, we did the the last 10 years of Ray's career, basically, mm-hmm. and so it was a blast because they had a lot of great seasons, you know, and there were some tough seasons in there, too, mm-hmm. but when he walked away from the game on the very uh, a, a, a goal line stand on the last stand in the Super Bowl, that's your yeah. that's your last series you ever play, that's it. and you win it all. That's a nice one. He won one when he was young, and he won that last one, you know, East. last year. And seeing Red, um, I mean Ed, get his Super Bowl ring that year, he had gotten a national championship one with the Canes, mm-hmm. and uh, no, it was a lot. Of, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I know, um, you know, that Baltimore defense historically, I mean, it's going to go down as one of the top five sure. defenses of all time. Sure, you know, and that's because of your Hurricanes that were on there. Really, I mean, and I also want to add, like, my I actually do have a favorite Hurricane. Um, yeah, but Greg Mark, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Taylor, yeah, uh, it was sure. my favorite hurricane of all time because I was a defensive back in high school, not very good, but you know, that was you know, you small. Tried. I tried and I was small and quick, and that's whatever, but I always kind of looked at him, it was right around the same time, and I was like, man, that's that guy's really well, he won a state title with Gulliver, 
Yeah. You know, they scored three touchdowns in the final game to win 21 to 7. See, see, now I'm getting them warmed up with the hurricane. <laughs> see, I went around the back door yeah. and I came this way and I got them going now. Let me tell you something about our Gulliver. Todd, our Todd over here. <laughs> he knows every stat of every sport. I used to. Before 1970. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you in the sports? Yes. You are, right? Yeah, I love to yeah. watch football. Yeah, I like football. college football. Come on, we, we shared her birthday the other day with a Canes football game Canes party lost. at my house. It was great. Nice. <laughs> well, I, because, I mean. What happened? We lost. Oh, you lost. Oh, you yeah. lost. Yeah. Um, I went to University of Michigan. But your I Wolverines mean, won. Yeah, my Wolverines won. Squeaked out against no Army. So, she, so you, you always have an out then. I always have an out. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't not be a football fan if you go to Ann Arbor. It is Right. Unbelievable being in that stadium. And I mean, the whole experience of being in Ann Arbor and going to games and it's, it's a cool town. Of a kind. It's a cool town. It was you. So when I was at Ringling, when I went to art school in Sarasota, Ringling, and my roommate had gone to Michigan State for two years, right? Wait, wait. Yeah. So we were, I remember this. We were in the dorm room, we were watching ESPN, and it was the week before Michigan, Michigan State. And my roommate goes, man, I wish we were up there. It's It was such a great time, blah, blah. There's nothing like Michigan, Michigan State. And his girlfriend, who he met there in Sarasota, was also from Michigan. She was from Farmington. He was from Novi. Like, all three of us just looked at each other like, let's, let's go. go. Road let's trip. go. Oh, that's awesome. So from Sarasota, we jumped in my 1988 Jimmy 4x4. <laughs> and we drove to Michigan. We didn't tell anybody. This is before cell phones even. And we got in trouble from a few people because I never told my mom we were leaving. Never told my girlfriend back here that we were leaving, whatever. And we'd just show up at his parents' house, and she about had a heart attack when she saw all of us, like, show up. Like, yeah, we came, you know. We had a great time. We partied in Michigan State and East Lansing. We went over to Ann Arbor. We partied over there, partied all around the state. And then we drove back, and in Tennessee, my transmission goes out, oh, no. and it won't go past 40. Oh. So I had to drive 40 miles an hour all the way from Tennessee to Sarasota. It's the longest trip of my life. That oh, sounds yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's my Michigan story. <laughs> Don't go back. We drank apple cider while we were out there, too. Oh, good. Yeah, went to a cider mill. Cider and donuts. Let me tell you. Are you kidding me? They're the I best. I like a good um, Jack, Fire, and apple cider. Have you ever tried it? Yeah. No. That's, oh, my. We should try it tonight. We have it at Seafood Fest. We can't try really? it tonight, but we can at try seafood it at Seafood Fest. At all the bars, you'll you'll have Jack Fire and Cider. I get, Jack I get, Fire and Cider. Yep. It's I've never had it. Oh, oh my God. It's so good. We'll try it. Yeah. All right. We'll bring you some. Save some for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't forget about John over there. We're going to have to feed John some liquor. <laughs> tonight, we can go to Papa's Robber and have a little 26-degree brewing company. Mm-hmm. 26-degree right here. Right. Yeah. Captain Ron, right? We got their IPA, IPA one A. You know what I like about Troy and Cassie is they always bring in the best local brands. Mm-hmm. You know their whole YCU that each drink can be local hat on. Um, at Papa's, you're always going to get the best of, you know, the new, the local. You know what's going on. They do such a great job there. It's one of our favorite places to eat. What I love about what they do um, is that. Let me try to word this the right way because it's a very unique way that Troy and Cassie kind of approach not just the restaurant industry but life in general. 
is that they're always thinking about not only just outside the box, it's almost like they're trying to recreate what the box actually is, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, with the, with their way their menu is and say, we're, we're going to try this, we'll throw it on the menu. If nobody likes it. We don't care. We're just going to throw it on there because we think it's a cool thing to do. And some of it stays, some of it doesn't, but they're always trying like unique things, whether because you go to a lot of restaurants and you look at the menu and although it could be a great restaurant and the menu could be phenomenal, it's the same menu that has been for the past five years. Mm-hmm. And they may put like one or two things, like change one or two things, and then that one or two things that they change will stay on there for the another five years. Right. But their menu is like always in constant flux, I know. and that's what makes it. It's really a culinary experience. Yeah, we have rolls named after us. Yeah. Mine's a uh, Val sexy mama. Val roll. sexy mama. Roll. Come on, yeah. sexy mama. I like it. Yeah, there's an Just OCD a, roll. Yep. Right. No and then I think Joey's got her. I gotta get a roll. I got a roll. Come on. Oh, my, what's my name? Troy. Troy, get on that. Um, Todd's. Oh, I forgot. Actually, mine's called Bahama Mama. Oh. Um, I'll remember yours oh, in a second. I thought you were a sexy mama. It's part of the sexy mama. Oh. The, the, the umbrella yeah, yeah. of sexy mamas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I still well, they the serve title. food the way again. Like I like to eat it. You know, I want to see big and I want it to be good. You know, right. I'm not. I'm not looking at the right side. I'm looking at, you know, what you're getting. Yeah. And they just do such a great job. The presentation. It's big. It's colorful. It's it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Chef yeah. Chad from Papa's yep. is competing in our chef showdown this year at Seafood Fest. Nice. He'll be in Battle Oyster. The chef show. Let's talk about the chef showdown for a second because sure. we didn't talk enough about that because that's my favorite Event part of the, of yeah, that's the our, South Beach that's, Seafood I mean, Festival it, it, is the Friday night, the not the The whole week Saturday. is our favorite. and We have every all the different events, but that one is kind of our favorite also. I mean, you, you got know. the Food Network yep. so filming it was the whole just, thing. Um, it was named Best Seafood Competition in the Country by Food Network. Boom. Boom. Nice. And um, yeah, That's big. Yeah, it's big. It's 16 chefs. We have two, we have two more chefs this year. So 16 chefs we only do eight battles. So it's two chefs per battle. And guests walk in. They're the judges. Mm-hmm. It's a nighttime event. We call it a... Chef competition meets beach bash because it really is kind of that ultimate yep. beach bash. You party, you have fun, you dance, you sing, you have a good Nothing time. Nothing stuffy about it. Nothing stuffy. No. And yeah. the chefs are there live and you're sampling. So you walk in, you have your tokens. Mm-hmm. You get your tokens of registration. You come in, you sample from one restaurant, you sample from another, you put your token into the one that you like the best, and then you move on to the next battle. You, I will give you a badge if you can try all 16 restaurants because they're serving, I mean, good portions of this. What kind of badge? A gold star. <laughs> there we go. One you can eat. A, all right. Oh, yeah, even better. How about a knife for the chef showdown? Okay. So that you can learn to cook. Sounds good. Okay. So then the chefs take the stage. But not only do they take the main stage in our Goya Culinary Pavilion, they go on the stage with a show. So, for example... Naked Taco, so Ralph Pagano is a show. He brings mm-hmm. up, last year he brought up a 10-piece marching band with him, and Bodega brought up a mariachi band, and um, the guys from Dragonfly last year brought up this whole samurai sword show. So everyone does a show when they go on stage, and they've got 15 minutes to battle it out, and we have some judges American on the stage. American Airlines chef, oh, Jared. Um, oh, he did a great job. He brought the street team from the Miami Heat. With, you know, the big fat heads mm-hmm. and throwing out. And Bernie was there and Dale. And they brought their whole team from the heat. And 
So every chef gets really into it because they want to put on a show and their food is heck good. Yeah. It's, no, it's so good. good. It's good. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't know, man. It's just the spectacle of the whole thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just fun. It's nighttime. You're yeah. on the sand on South Beach. And again, we just try to do it with that South Beach chic mm-hmm. feel, you know? Yeah. It's, um, anybody can just do, do, a, do a food festival or do a food competition, but you got to think about all the components. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do you want? You want energy. You know, you want great food. You want a good vibe. You want plenty of libation. You mm-hmm. know, and so when you put it all together, yeah. walk away and go, wow. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, you, you bring it's up Friday, the, October 25th. Friday, October 20th, the Friday night, right. Yep. So you bring up the whole food, we talked about the Food Network thing aspect, and I was going to say that, you know, whenever you see these shows on TV and, like, they'll go to, like, Monaco or, like, Dubai or whatever, and, you know, they film this event, and you're like, man, I wish I could go to Dubai for that event. All you got to do is go to South Beach because this event's, like, right on the same level. I mean, and no I doubt. can attest for it because I've been there, and that's the only reason I say that. I'm not just trying to promote you guys. It's the truth. You know, it's like Thanks, it's, it's on that level. Yeah. It's really a good yeah, time. It's beautiful. We've um We've been able to garner an amazing media attention for South Florida in general, Mm -hmm. you know, for Miami beach and Miami and South beach. And, um, it was just named by USA today as top five specialty food festivals in the country. So just this year. So it's, it's creating that, um, you know, drive for the destination. Mm -hmm. And we've now created a big partnership with the city of Miami beach to, really kind of showcase the destination. That's what we're here for. And I think the event does a great job. And like I said, it's in early October. So, I mean, it's in late October, but before the season starts. So mm-hmm. it's kind of that fun thing. And then right when we're done, we jump right into Jimmy's and plan a fishing tournament. I got a question for you guys. Do we sleep? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We got kids too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Right. It's like, all right. So how is it, um, husband and wife running this thing you know i mean honestly i don't know how we would do it if we weren't working together on it right you know if one of us were in this business and the other one wasn't i don't think that would work very well so for us this is all we know we both mm-hmm. are you know we do the I same can see, thing see that yeah and yeah. We're one would be on out the- one would not we also we don't i mean contrary to what some people think we don't do it alone we have a, an amazing team you an do. amazing team. We have a great partner with Jason Vanger who handles all of the logistical mm-hmm. side, you know, and, you know, yes, you know, a lot of people see us doing a lot of the forefront and kind of working with the sponsors and the partners in the restaurants. But, you know, our partners all together, our sponsors help us so much and our team, our marketing team and the people, our production guys, you know, we have an army that comes out when it, when is mm-hmm. time is needed and gets the job done. It's it takes an army, right? What well, like all armies, an army has to be built. Yeah. You guys built a good one. Yeah, so. no, and I mean, and we got kids together, and you know, we're they're young, and mm-hmm. we we have a an office in the house, and we've got a warehouse with stuff, and we've got <laughs> you know, we different then. venues and different areas that we work out of, and we make it work. But we're we work together on it, and. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know. I think husband and wife, <laughs> you know. Right, right, I right. think the best thing that we do also is, um, you know, we want this to be passed on to generations, and we have little kids. We have, mm-hmm. you know, a fourteen year old and a five year old and four year old, and you know, Jason's going to have kids soon, and 
our kids are in the thick of things. I mean, when you see when we're setting up for an event or something, they painted with Dennis. Yeah, our yep. kids were painting with you. <laughs> our kids are in the warehouse, pulling tent poles and making gift bags. And you know, my stepdaughter at two years old made gift bags for a client of ours, and they were like, "Who is this? <laughs> she's going to be taking it over one day." Yep. And yeah. The per point she's, is, she's learning all the graphics and stuff that uh, Valerie does. You know, she started yeah. taking journalism at, in her high school and is putting together the yearbook, and and I've been teaching her Photoshop and things like that. And so our kids, I mean, we build out for the South Beach Seafood Festival. We build out twenty two days on the sand, mm-hmm. build, entertain, and then break down. They come out there. They're putting up signage with our guys, and they're five and four, and you know they're sweating, they're having a good time, but it's hard work, and they're willing to put in the time and the energy, and they love it. They want to be involved, and I think that's the whole thing is we've got another generation that's going to be doing yeah. it with us. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, I can we can relate to that because with our kids too in the studio, they're always in the studio. We always have them in here, um, and they grew up in that scene too, where. Yeah. You know, if we have to ever set up for anything, then they come and they set up. And like, I remember when we did the bridge dedication, um, we had to set up a tent. We had all the prints that were going to do a signing and everything. And then we were setting up and I had like other people were getting stuff out of the truck. And my daughter, my eight year old daughter was like right with me. And then someone pulls me and was like, Hey, the mayor of Pompano beach, you got to come over here. Needs to talk to you about something. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, but I got all my stuff here at the tent and no one's here. And I turn around, I see my eight year old daughter. And she started talking to like a customer or whoever it was already. And I'm like, all right, Sienna's got that. So and I'm like, and I was walking away and I'm like, did I just say my eight year old daughter had that? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. But it's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every year, you know, Jillian helps us at Chef Showdown. She collects all the votes from the judges. And we received a proclamation last year from the city of Miami Beach. She was right in the middle of it, you know. Yeah. The whole pictures. And we have a lot of media there that day. We have big big media a lot of cameras around and you know she's just okay with it she's she doesn't get phased and you know in the middle of an event there's high energy and there's a lot of things going on and she's ready to work and put her to work and she loves it and she wants to do it so i think the boys will once they get a little older yeah they'll be involved yeah Yeah, yeah. i'm sure i'm sure i think we eat drink sleep breathe all of these events all the time in our house Mm -hmm. so you know, they, they they don't have a whole lot of a choice, but they love it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think in a way, too, it, it helps them get closer to you guys, mm-hmm. whether they are conscious of that or not, but they're probably not conscious of that. Well, they're that, not, but, but they but it, it it's definitely the truth. Yeah, they, they, they feel like, oh, this is, you know, this they can the Im- get involved with mommy and daddy's thing. It just oh, brings them closer to you, and they, they, love they it. feel they that's so probably cool. why they don't mind it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we have a good time, and... And we have to do it in our business. We have to work hard. Yeah. You know, we if we're not out there selling it or promoting it or doing something, it doesn't get full. No one else is going to do it. Nobody for else you, that's can for sure. do it. So, yeah. but we enjoy it and we have a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go to the warehouse, I look at it as a chore, and they hear warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> we want to go. We can yeah. help. You yeah. <laughs> know, they think it's great. And every day, Daddy, can I come to the studio yeah. with you? I think yeah. what's fun too is a lot of our production guys. Their kids now are starting to work with us because they're a little, uh, the kids are a little older. Mm-hmm. So we've got, you know, the ones that are graduating from high school and need summer jobs, graduated, you know, from college, mm-hmm. need to do something before they're getting their, you know, careers on. So um, Todd's family, we have 10 nieces and nephews, including our kids. So, you know, there's 10 grandkids in the family and everyone has, you know, interned for Uncle Todd. Yeah. All oh, the family, everyone, Uncle Todd, <laughs> what are you doing this summer, Uncle Todd? 
and it's a family affair. Yeah, that's good. It's nice to have built something like that, though, you know, with your own two hands that's that great. the whole family can kind of get in on and get involved with. And No, we're proud of it. You know, we're, pr- we're proud of it. We like it, and there's still a lot more to conquer. I yeah. think in year two, he, w- he was telling someone a story yesterday of his brother on year two of South Beach Seafood Festival. We show up, you know, we're just trying to make it all happen. His brother comes. His brother's 13 months younger. They were, grew up almost like twins. Mm-hmm. His brother's like, hey, you know, how are you doing? Can I help with anything? I'm going to go in and have some fun. And Todd's like, wait. <laughs> and he's like, pick up this case and walk in with it. And it was like a case of beer or something. Yeah. But three and a half hours later, his brother looks at him like, I think I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten anything, but I think I'm leaving. Yeah. I'll get something to eat yeah. on the way home. I'll you send know, you my hours. It's family. You know, you're going to jump in and help out your brother no matter what. Yeah, you know? for was, sure. It's great. And that's the way we look at it. Um, this year for the Jimmy Johnson, there's a lot of big changes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a big move. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge move. And, um, you know, we... Uh, there's, you know, numerous reasons, you know, but it was... You know, we're getting to the point where this thing is, we were outgrowing the keys a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we've got the opportunity to kind of take over, you know, uh, it's 112 miles of, of boundary. Yep. And, you know, when you have a partner like Hard Rock and they just put, you know, one and a half billion dollars on their property and they say, we'd love for you to host it here. That's a yes to me. It's a no-brainer. Correct. Yeah. And so they've been so terrific. They they love the event. And now we've got the opportunity, you know, to to kick everything off there, let everybody get out and fish where they're going to fish, and then we all go back there and celebrate an entire weekend on that property. It's I, I think it's just tremendous. I think yeah. also the it really provides a benefit. I've heard it from a lot of teams that – you know, some people, one, can't afford to be in the Keys for an entire week, especially mm-hmm. yeah, during March. Cheap. It's expensive to bring yeah. your whole team down there, to bring the boat, the whole thing. Two is there's not enough space in the Keys. You know, some of the big boats surprisingly can't fit into Ocean Reef um, or they're just not willing to pay $8.50, you know, per flip a day. So, um, so really it provides an opportunity for teams from all across Florida. I mean, we get teams from all over, from Texas, from the East Coast, that fly in town and charter boats and things like that. But really a lot of the Palm beach teams that maybe didn't want to run all the way down to the keys. It provides an opportunity for a lot more teams to be able to participate at whatever level they can and go right out of their backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Cause again, it's you're, dock of choice. Yeah. Dock of choice. So you can go out where you want, but now you've got to weigh, um, you're going to weigh your fish or turn in your video cards at three locations. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be at ocean reef, Miami beach Marina, and Bahamar there, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, oh, it really does. Crazy. I mean, especially that hotel's gorgeous. Oh, well, I mean, it, it, it's now become like the landmark of South well, Florida. It's, it's an iconic yeah. building. Yeah, right. I mean, there you worldwide, go. Iconic building, iconic, exactly. You know, and hasn't even opened the doors yet. Right. And it's, you know, it's the first thing you see when you fly in. Mm-hmm. That's that, what I mean. It's like it's become know? the landmark of South Florida when you yeah. when you land. You're like, oh, what the heck is yeah. that? If you've never been here before. And they've got tremendous people that we work with over there and we're excited, you know, I mean, the Super Bowl is being hosted at hard rock stadium this year. Mm-hmm. Fox sports is covering it this year, which is Jimmy station. So Jimmy and Howie and Terry and the whole crew are going to be, Jimmy, you know, Howie and Terry. Yep. <laughs> and then a month later, not even less than a month later is our event, mm-hmm. you know, 
So it's really, you know, the, the hard rock buzz is we're going to be right in the middle of it all. I didn't even think about that with the Super Bowl. So cool. I like I, I, I didn't put two and two together on that until you, know, until you just they're, mentioned They're it. opening October 24th, and right. they know the whole property won't be ready, but they're opening the doors no matter what. Mm-hmm. But by the time they get to the first of the year and by the time they get the Super Bowl, you know everything will be ready. Yeah. So it's going to be really ready right at Super Bowl time, and we're there one month later. Are you kidding? It's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Fun. And we want everybody to, you know, because, again, you had to think outside of the box a little bit because, you know, we're, we're doing a celebratory weekend after the fishing's over with, and our gifting is after. Our pro-am is after because that's all going to be on that Saturday. We're fishing right. Thursday, Friday this year. So our schedule's changed a little bit, and you just have to – we have a relationship with every team. You know, mm-hmm. And so we talk to every single team and we tell them, this is what we're doing this year. This is why it's just like when we went to the guaranteed purse and had to convince them that this is the way it is. You know, here's your bag of money, come and get it. As opposed to this is how much you're going to get if this, if this amount of teams fish, you know? So yeah. it's, just, we've always you know, the had guaranteed this, is definitely the big part of that. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Nobody's done that. No. Yeah. I think, you know, the, no. you know we're just, I know there's a way that fishing tournaments are done. We just want to change it up a little bit. That's what I mean. I mean, it's 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 a good thing. And and we want to do it for the better. I've I've I talk to most of the captains and um, I kind of work with everyone, every captain and owner. And uh, I know there's a lot of changes. I know everyone's nervous about where to go, where to stay, whatever. We're here to help. We're gonna yeah. make this a great year, and you're gonna see that we have good plans for it. We we haven't steered you wrong yet. Right. So we're not no, going to steer you wrong again. Great. It's going to be great. Everyone's just got to like digest it. Let's figure out where to go, where you want to fish, where the fish are going to be. Hey, we we turn it around on these guys and say, "Hey, now it's real skill." Okay? Because before <laughs> when you're at one marina and everybody's there and then at seven o'clock in the morning everyone's going out and they're flashing their number, they're all looking for the hot boat. Where's that hot boat going? That's their strategy. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah. Right now, you got to start thinking. This is six months out. Where are the fish that time of year? South, middle, or are they north? Yeah, they're gonna be checking you know? conditions and what, currents and what, and, yeah. and a and, word and, of and, advice because we have we already have eighty one teams signed up. Um, but a, a piece of advice if I were to give any, I already have captains and owners calling me saying. You know, where should we stay? Here's what we're thinking. Here's our plan of action. People are plotting now. We're six months out. Mm-hmm. People are planning now what they're going to be doing for that tournament. When we announced in May, the first thing I heard from was one of our teams saying, we need to know the boundaries because everybody books a year in advance for this tournament because it's high season. Right. It is the tournament that everyone wants to be in. So plan ahead and, and le- let us help you plan ahead because I think that – you know, we want to make sure everyone has the best time. Well, you know, and, yeah. the, and the teams that are from the Keys and they're believers, they know the waters, they're going to stay in the Keys. Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. You got some teams that are saying, I'm going to Miami because in the morning I can turn left or right. I can turn right, okay? Mm-hmm. And then there's teams that are going to be from the north that are most likely going to fish out of their backyards up there and use, you know, Fort Lauderdale as their way station. So, Everyone's got to figure it out, and that's the cool part about it. Now it really takes some skill and some strategy. You got to come up with the right plan because you may be way off base. Yep. When yeah. we originally so cool. were, doing, no, it is cool. When yeah. we were yeah. originally doing the boundaries, we were actually thinking to stop 
a little uh, south of O'Sharif. We went 33 miles into the Keys so that we can keep a lot of our Keys teams participating. You know, like a uh, trophy hunter, everyone can um, kind of give them a, a good pat on the back. They were the ones that convinced us to go push a little further to Alligator Light there so that a lot of the teams that are, you know, at a postcard or out of um, Buddy Mary's that are there can still get within the boundaries pretty quickly and still drop off at Ocean Reef, no problem. Mm-hmm. And same with up north. People were pushing us to stop in Fort Lauderdale. We wanted to try to help out some of those teams in Palm Beach. So we stopped at Green Acres, which is just south of Palm Beach. And that way, Palm Beach teams, what do you have to, all you have to do is run a little south just to do a you know, drop off or and we on top of it all have a really great online drop off system. So if you're not it really catching any meat fish and you're just doing catch and release, we have a Dropbox system where you share a folder with us and Friday and Saturday you can upload your videos to Dropbox. Th- th- yeah, Thursday and Friday. I mean Friday. Thursday and Friday. So Thursday and Friday. You yeah. don't even have to show up to give your video cards, okay? So you, you could fish I did not know that you had that Dropbox feature. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. We, yeah, that's we created good. it a couple of years ago because we had teams in Miami that didn't want to come down to Ocean Reef on the first night, okay? Mm-hmm. Second night, if you're on the money, we made you come down because we don't want it to get caught in a Dropbox. But now... We're not doing the results till Saturday. We, yeah, so now so we have we all have night to, Friday to watch video. Yeah, before we... That's used, great. You know, there would be lines in. We'd have to look at all the video yeah. and be ready to present by 8 o'clock that night. That's a tough turnaround, you know, mm-hmm. when you, you know, when if, especially if they're catching 250 fish that day. Yeah. You know, so that was, um, that was always a challenge. But now the big party is one day later. So everybody can just party on Friday. Just get your stuff either, you know, upload it or, or drop it off. And then we've got all night with our team to look at everything. And we don't have to present until the next night. That's great. So and our goal is great. also, so we'll have shuttles at all three marinas. So if you're hopping off your boat and you want to just head over to the Hard Rock, check into the Hard Rock Friday night or have your girlfriend, wife, wife, husband, spouse, whoever it is, check in for you at the Hard Rock. Whenever you get off your boat, come check in there. We'll have a happy hour there that's going to start Friday night. Saturday, everyone parties it up during the day. They come to the trade show, and then we throw the big closing bash where we announce the winners that night. Make a weekend out of it. Go bust your butt for the whole week, and then come have a good time throughout the whole weekend mm-hmm. while we're doing the legwork. All right. So, so the you said the trade show is Saturday, Saturday. after the tournament. Yeah, we're doing it after the okay. the, the gifting. The mm-hmm. gifting is the Saturday. It used to be the Saturday before, and people thought, "Why? Why? Why would I come to something that, the, the week before our tournament?" And you know why? Because it was phenomenal. Yeah. So now that part is going to be the weekend after, because I didn't want to have it to do it the weekend before and throw the same party Saturday and then throw another big party on the following Saturday. It didn't make sense. Okay, so I need to know this. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I can plan my week here. So okay, good. What's going on? The, there's okay. nothing Tuesday, on the previous Tuesday, Saturday. No. Tuesday night of the week okay. of the event is because event number yeah. one. My yes. birthday is always on the gifting. I know. And that was always my big birthday party, so I'm not going to have my big birthday party. It's okay. It'll just anyway. be one week later. What's, what's your birthday? March 3rd. Okay. Perfect. So we'll have it on Tuesday night. And we'll have it on Tuesday night. Okay, great. But this, there, is, there is a silver lining to this. Every year, Willie Nelson comes to Pompano Beach Amphitheater <laughs> on my birthday to play. And now you get to go. And I can't ever go because I have to be there. Well, now you can go. We did it on purpose. I, that's why we did this. <sighs> I know. Willie, I'm coming, Willie. <laughs> so what we really did, there's two sides to why we did it. One is our sponsors would have to come in town for one weekend and then come back for the next weekend. And it was 
a little complicated for all these brands that are coming mm -hmm. in to host all these teams. It was a little complicated for them. And two, we want to make it one week. It's really just supposed to be a week tournament. Right. There are teams that are coming in from other places. There are local teams that participate in tournaments the week before, the week after, whatever it may be. We should just be one week. So we're going to start off Tuesday, March 3rd. With happy what? birthday. Thank with you. Um, the registration and a kickoff party at Hard Rock. Captain's meeting. Captain's okay. meeting. All that good stuff. At all Hard the Rock. logistical stuff yeah, at, at Hard, Hard Rock. Rock. Okay. It'll be a nice, happy hour, similar to what we used to do at the Big Chill. Big Chill. Okay, what part of the Hard Rock is that going to be at? We we'll don't know yet. TBD. They haven't finished their property yet. Gotcha. <laughs> right. TBD. Yeah, TBD. TBD. All of our venue sites are TBD. It's Tuesday, March 3rd? Tuesday yeah. is March 3rd. Uh, see, come on. All right. Okay, then see, it's starting to line up for me now. Wednesday, everyone goes to their um, locations, whatever marina you're at. Okay. It's an if open fish be, day. It's a pre-fish day. If you want to be at our host marinas, you know, we coordinate it for them. Um, Wednesday night, we'll do dock parties at all three marinas. So whatever marina you're closest to, or if you're mm -hmm. at the marina, so Bahiamar, Ocean Reef, and Miami Beach Marina will all have dock parties going on. That'll be happy hours, just kind of end of the day. Come have a drink with Papa's Pilar it's and Heineken like and have fun. Yeah. It's starting to get like, yeah, dock parties. And then uh, <laughs> Thursday, fish. Mm -hmm. Thursday, tournament day. Friday, tournament day. Okay. Both days you'll have drop off and weigh in at Bahiamar, Miami Beach, Ocean Reef, okay. or Dropbox. Where no problem. Where you can do Dropbox. Saturday morning, out of Bahiamar will be the celebrity pro am. The half charity. day. Half day. Yep. Early in the morning. It'll be from Good. so we're done eight at to twelve. Noon. Then trade day will be at Hard Rock. So everybody comes Friday. Check in to Hard Rock Friday night. We're doing a party Friday night there. We're doing a celebrity party Friday night. We'll have a little happy hour for everyone checking in. I promise we'll make it fun. Then Saturday morning, we will do our celebrity program while everyone goes parties at the pool. Trade day is 1 o'clock on Saturday. I love this freaking tournament. It's I really do. And then really Saturday do. night, the, we the, got a party. The gifting experience, trade yeah. day, starts at 1 o'clock and goes to like 6 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then we open up the doors and we'll be poolside. We don't know what pool, but we're going to be poolside for the party. Right. And it's just going to be the, the party that we used to do, but... Ten times bigger. Bigger, better, faster, you know. Yeah. So Val li live entertainment. You, you know, the auction will be big this year. You know, we're going to have a big auction. A lot of yeah. people that are giving us some really quality items. And that's where that all of that money goes to our charities. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about some good entertainment that night with Hard Rock. So cool. mm -hmm. there'll be some surprises in store. And, and plus, we're going to give away a whole lot of money. I think they promised us whoever sings halftime at the Super Bowl, they'll have them stay there and come back. Really? Isn't it going to be Jay-Z? Oh. Yeah, I can see Jay-Z going to sing. Good luck, Todd. Well, I'm bringing. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a new guitar this year, too. Yeah, no Ooh, doubt. Double. Double neck. Yep, oh, we're going to get one. Uh, I just left oh, Kai out of the bag. I blew it. I just blew it. It's going to be a good one. I'm painting oh. a double neck guitar this year. Nice. Do you already have it? Do you need it? No, we, he needs it. We're working on it. Okay. So. Working on it. Nice. Yep, we're going to work with some of the hard rock partners to get that done. Oh, yeah. Man. Our friend Jimmy Page. I want to, yeah, that'd be something. I want to start on it early, so I'm going to do an extra good job on it this year. Yeah, no, that's going to be great. Are you kidding? So, no, so we've got a lot of that. It's going to be an experience that no one's ever seen before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's right now it's just in our brains, but. There's a lot of logistics to be worked out, but mm -hmm. we're, we're working on them and. 
and everyone's excited. All the everyone that's on the back end that knows some of the logistics so far, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just got to go with the flow and have a good time and and trust us. Yeah, trust the process. I mean, yeah. there's no reason not to trust you guys at this point with it. Yeah. So. So I mean, we're and we're on track. We have 81 teams registered. 81, 83, yeah. 81. 81. 81 teams registered. We're uh-huh. six months out, and hopefully we'll get to 125. That would be kind I of. I think you will. I don't think that's going to be an issue. So. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I always think it. Um, you know, I, I think our numbers are always pretty solid, and you mm-hmm. know, so it's. Um, I'd, we'd like to make sure we're getting to that two million dollar mark. That would be. Yeah, that might help. That would be yeah. great. Yeah. I think also um, people forget that we have the meat division. Right. There's the meat division. And I know there's a lot of, you know, just from up here in the, in the Pompano area, mm-hmm. there's a lot of boats that never fished this before that are talking to my ear like, hey, I'm going to fish it. And, you know, yeah, because yeah. it's not right. just catch and release. Our meat division has a, generally every year has a $250,000 purse. Yeah, that gets yep. out. yeah. There's no other meat tournaments that are giving right. out that kind of. The money. past two years, you know, that's um, you know what I want to. That's a good point because I. That's like a tournament within a tournament, mm-hmm. yep. and that your tournament within a tournament is bigger than most other yep. tournaments of just that style of tournament. Yeah, you know, no, does that make no, sense? Definitely. You know, there's no doubt. Yeah. Listen, Blue Moon Fish Company, who we love, mm-hmm. they've won it every year. The last the past two years, two years, they've won ninety one thousand dollars just by two. Each of the la- each of the last two years, just on the meat, just, just on, the, on meat. the meat. Yep, that's the only division he, that he fishes, Bryce, and um, that's what they've walked with. So that's so they need some competition this year, guys. Yep. No, just kidding, Bryce. We love you. Bring Good the luck noise. Out there. Well, you know, the competition. Never yeah, hurt doesn't hurt anyone. So. But no, but that's the whole thing is. So we've got our catch and release mm-hmm. division. You know, there's different categories. General entries five thousand, then it goes up to about thirty thousand, depending on what you're getting into. But our weighted division, $5,000 to enter. You get the same benefits as, you know, the catch release, the same entry. You get your gifting experience. You get your $7,000 worth of gifts that you're going to get. And it's $10,000 to go across the board to be in every category. All the heaviest, all that stuff. And there's money in there to, you know, be had. I mean. There's definitely money in there to be had. I mean, I think everyone knows that one for sure. I mean. Plus. It's all about the ring. You know about Jimmy? The these guys ring. want these rings. These rings are Super Bowl caliber. You know, when you think about it, I, you know, first of all, nobody, no, none of the teams, we, we do not have a repeat champion yet. Okay, so nobody has won it twice. Mm-hmm. Now, Captain Dudas has been a captain of two separate teams that has won it. Right. Okay, with four aces and then Sandman. The Sandman but yep. nobody has um, has had a, a repeat performance or, or champion. So we're anxious to see who that first team is going to be, but we love a new team winning it every year also. so It's, it's a tough challenge, though, because, I mean, you're bringing out the best of the best, the best. for this tournament. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no doubt about it. Um, and a lot of them. You know, not just like you're not just bringing out 30 of the best of the best. You know, you're bringing out a ton of the best of the best. And there's teams that are now coming from other parts of the country. Yeah. And even though the fishing is a different style, um, you know, not this past year, but the year before that, a team from Texas took a second place and brought Mm -hmm. home, you know, a quarter million dollars. Yep. And, you know, so there's other really good fishermen coming from other parts of the country. And if they get here enough, they'll start figuring out 
the style and the game plan and where to go, you know. So yep. we're bringing in a lot of really good teams. Well, well, so you're getting Maryland boats and yeah. Michael Jordan coming in from North Carolina and yep. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know what? And and what's yeah, gotta love Michael. Um, yeah. you know well, what's Mike, funny? I mean, Michael's now you know become a real he's a real fisherman now. You know, mm-hmm. he was just up at the, the the white marlin and then also mid Atlantic, and he brought in a, a couple marlin. In the Mid Atlantic, mm-hmm. you know, so he's uh, he's got a couple of years under his belt yeah. now, and getting his feet wet. Yes, yes, he's doing it. I think what's interesting also about our tournament is, um, you know, when the when the kids from Astro Sales won a couple of years ago, yep, and they won the largest purse ever given to one team, um, four hundred and twenty thousand um, dollars. It made it clear that it's not only the big boys that can win. There are season two. I mean, it's true. Captain Dudas, you know, on the Sandman, he won last year, you know, two years, two years ago. ago. And, you know, Jerry Pohl and the Seraphim won last year. And, you know, Weez and the Keys has won one year and Rockstar and those guys and the seasoned yeah. professionals that are out there. The but, art saps and all that. Yep. Right. Yeah, the guy, the, when it was Liquid and, and mm-hmm. the Native Sun guys. Um, Team Hardway won it the first year. Team yeah. Hardway, yeah. yeah. So, really, um, it, it's anyone's game out there, you yeah. know. I mean, yes, they work hard and and everyone works hard, and it's a it's there's a lot of time and energy and going catch your bait and all that good stuff, but it's anyone's game. I have to, all right, because he'll never forgive me if I don't mention it. And Team Takizi took top mahi last year. Heck yeah. Oh. <laughs> right? We With love the, those guys. Yeah, hey, Harris Cats. Harris has come Hotel. a long way. I remember their first year. They yeah. came and stuff, and uh, they were just... Uh, they were just there to have a good time, and then yep. they ended up taking some some good dollars up home, on the podium, so. holding a big check. Yeah. Yeah, so... I uh, think that's... No, really, that's the best part is, um, you know, frustrated amateurs won some of the meat money in one year, and... So it's really, there's enough money out there for yeah. a little of everyone. We have 62 payouts, 61 or yeah, 62 payouts. A lot of happy people walking so away from that tournament. there's a lot of happy people, yeah. right. There's yeah. a little bit of everyone. Yeah. Just so happens maybe one big boy is going to take, if, if you take both days, you take home a lot of money. You know, it's it's kind of rare, like, because, you know, I'm in, I'm in the crowd and I'm talking to all the guys too and everything like that. I haven't fished the tournament in like three or four years because as the tournament's progressed, my involvement with the events has grown too. So it's just easier that I don't fish the tournament anymore. Cause I'm just, you're working. Yeah, I'm working. You're on our side. Um, but uh, you know, the, on the events and I'm in the crowd and I have never once heard anyone say, I'm not fishing this tournament again. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, not. even, even the ones that just laid an egg, they're like, Hey, we had a good time. <laughs> you know, there you go. Yeah. And then they'll, oh, we'll be back next year. Hey, listen, we understand the investment that these these guys these teams have it's a big investment mm-hmm. you know so we understand so our job is to deliver you know more than just here's a fishing tournament you know we've got yeah. to deliver the entire show and that's what we try to do and you know when we when we ha- when somebody doesn't have a good time at any of the things that we do we take it to heart you know yeah. we care we don't not care we care so we want to try to take as much out of play as possible we want to try to think about what we would like if we were a guest, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of how we approach all these. Yeah, and uh, it's, yeah, the investment these these teams have it's a lot of it's a lot of money. Yeah, we also we do take everyone's feedback every year. I mean, you know, when our categories maybe we should switch some things around. We actually took away Cobia this year because it just 
um, isn't a big category. And we put some more money into the tunas and wahoo and kingfish um, categories because of it. So we do, we take everyone's suggestions every year. We appreciate the suggestions. We, like we said, we only got into the fishing world eight years ago and we're doing a great job. Thanks to our tournament director, Brick Peoples. And Brick's you know, doing a great job with the tournament. Great. Like we have so many great people. I mean, you help us, you know, with all the feedback, our, our, our captains, our ring of honor champions and mm-hmm. all the owners, we really rely on them. We ask them for a lot of feedback too every year. So, you know, I really think that we can't do it alone. We just we just know what we like, and we want to make the fishing part of it, I mean, the best that it can be every year. Yeah, yeah we tweak our rules every year. You know, every year something comes up, and you got to address it, and you just tweak it and move on. We think we got a, a, you know, a good basic set of rules, but every year there's something, and you just got to tweak and fix and make sure that you're always trying to cover everything. Yeah, And we work with the guys that catch that, you know, Dave Garcia and those mm-hmm. guys to – Make sure our live scoring is the best and make sure we have as much staff as possible. So logistically, everybody knows what's going on at any point of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it shows. I mean, it shows that you guys listen. It shows guys, that you guys are responding and that it's always an ever evolving kind of organism that you guys have built here and not just like a, this is what we're doing. We're staying in our lane. This works. We're done. Don't mess with what yeah, works. Yeah, we want to be here for a long time. You know, yeah. it's, um, that's, and if you, if you, if you think about what you're doing and you're conscious about, you know, doing the right thing, you can be in business for a long time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you can't get greedy and you've, you've got to think about the big picture all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, where do we go from here with the, uh, with the Jimmy Johnson, the hard rock? It's almost like you guys have accomplished so much in a very short period of time. Right. And We're I don't not even, there yet. We have a lot. Well, that's what I mean. Give. It's like, it's like, but like, I know you guys and I know that you're always like, let me tell you, how can I make this perfect? For how can I make this fest? perfect? You know what I mean? For seafood fest. What did I always say? Year 10, we were going to have Tom Petty, but then he died on us. <laughs> so we're going to find someone big year 10 at seafood fest for Jimmy. We have a lot of places to go. Nice. We have more marinas. We have, um, we want to make this the largest tournament. And yeah. I promise you, we're going to work our butts off to make sure it's the biggest and the best and the most fun and logistically the easiest for everyone to participate in. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you think? Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I, you know, I, I always, when you're building something, you just got to remember, you know, the, the goose that laid the golden egg. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to always make sure that that goose is taken care of because you can get caught and get off on tangents. And you're forgetting about the main thing. And the main thing is this fishing tournament right here. So there's some other things that are floating around at us and to us and getting offered and, you know, some some ideas. But, you know, I want to make sure that this tournament is exactly the way you want. And we're making a big jump this year. So right. logistically, we want to make sure that everything's perfect so that we're, we're good here. And then we've got some ideas for, for some other, some also- other growth. We bring in um, a lot of partners that have exclusivity with our event. You know, Mm -hmm. like uh, Joe at Contender has been with us since before day one. Mm -hmm. We love them there. And, you know, of course, Hard Rock and Papa's, Pilar and Yamaha, and those uh, great presenting sponsors that we have. So now it's about finding some other exclusive partners that are in other fields that, oh, you guys are funny. Um, what? what, what what's <laughs> happening? What's happening? I'm like trying, trying to. Oh, 
What's happening? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valerie. Happy birthday to you. You didn't think we forgot, did you? Thank you. And I have to make a big wish. Okay. All right. I can't tell anyone else. I can't come here. Okay. But I'll tell you that we're going to make Jimmy's really big. There you go. All right. Yay. All right. Thank Happy you guys. birthday. That was so sweet of you. So nice Give us thing. your social media contacts. What are they? JJ Fishweek. Hashtag JJ Fishweek. No. At JJ Fishweek. You can hashtag JJ Fishweek too. You can too. if you want to. Yep. At Sobe Seafood Fest. Mm-hmm. S-O-B-E-S-E-A-F-O-O-D-F-E-S-T. Okay. At World of CI, which is our parent company. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Awesome. You can find us on all of those. And, you know, reach out. We're, we want to hear more. We want to do more. We're, we love Florida. Yeah. Thanks, Liz, for bringing in the cake. <laughs> You're welcome. Right? <laughs> come here. Come. This Yay, is, my, this is my wife, Liz. Say hi, hi. Say hi to everybody at home. Say hi. This is my <laughs> dip down a little bit because I think the camera. Say hi. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Say hi. Go. This is Liz. Hey, some podcast. Go. So, happy birthday. Well, I want to say. You um, can say all you want. Thank you. Thank you for doing this and putting this together, and you and Harris and Liz and the whole, the whole team. And you guys are really creating something that's special, I think. Um, not only for the yeah, fishing community. Yeah, we're proud of you. We've seen a big oh, difference. Oh, man. But we've, we are really are. It's going to be the second time I'm going to want to cry today. <laughs> No, but really, you've built, you're building something that is amazing, and it's creating that community that I know is so important to you and so important to all of us down here. We're all proud of our community, and I think you're you're adding to something that's really oh, valuable for everyone. I appreciate you saying that. It makes me feel good. So We're all connected by water. We're all connected by water, my friend. Hey, Hard Rock said about. it, so it makes sense. There you go. Hey, to all four people out there that are watching and listening to this. There you go. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Wait, when do we get to do our... Uh... You can do that after. Okay. Man. We have a lot it. to say. Wow. All well, right. Let me well, tell you about my good friend, Dennis. Let me tell you about this guy, Dennis. Thinks he knows how to draw. <laughs> All right. So listen, like Thank my you. buddy Mike G says, your ego is not your amigo. And always remember, just do your best and let God do the rest. We're all connected by water, people. Thank you very much for coming on, guys. Thanks, brother. All Thank right. you. Yep, yeah. Let's go party at Papa's. Woo! Woo!